0: This week on Rails End Mysteries. Avis Osborne pokes some minds. Agent Erickson heads for college. Aaron Aronson makes a special friend. And Gwyneth Appleton checks in. You lot somehow made it down from Minnesota to uh, Rails End in the Ozarks of Missouri and only half of you were attracted to the green light that was flashing up into the uh, storm clouds as you came into town. Um, In terms of the geography you came in from the north of town and this light which seemed to be almost a spotlight shining up into the clouds was Seemingly coming from the south side of town somewhere, um, but was still clearly visible and had a powerful uh, supernatural attraction to it. Um, After a few misadventures in the morning after your arrival, um, the four of you were all in the van heading down the main drag from the stay-a-while motel where you had spent the evening. Um, whenever outside of the Hungry Hills cafe, you heard a woman screaming, they took them, they took them. And I believe that, uh, at that point you slammed on the brakes of the van and then what do you do?
1: Um, did anybody else hear that?
0: Yes.
2: I I think that sounds like a lead. Yes. It does seem worth investigating.
1: Um,
0: well,
1: let's go. Yeah, that is what I thought as well. Uh, I will start. Is she, like, right in front of us, uh, the screaming woman? Yes, so
0: there is a woman in front of the Hungry Hills Cafe, and she is screaming and crying and bawling, and the crowd has gathered around her, and... Um, they seem to be trying to comfort her, but they're also very uh, agitated, and there's a palpable sense of fear in that group of about 10 people gathered on the sidewalk.
1: Okay, can I pull over and kind of park on the side of the uh, road?
0: You can. There's parking alongside the road, and there's not many uh, cars there. There's plenty of open spaces. Okay,
1: I'll quickly park the truck. Say. Mm-mm. This should be a quick stop. Let's go see what's going on. Let's
2: join on. that crowd. Hop yeah, out. To
1: get go investigate. In. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you have um, a woman who is screaming, just basically repeating over and over, "Lordy, they took them! They took them! They're gone!" And you have uh, you know a group around her saying, "Do you know that for sure? Are you sure, Josephine?"
2: And who exactly
0: took them? This uh, woman who you presume is uh, Josephine looks at you and says, My daughter, my daughter Mary and her fella, they disappeared last night. From where? They was camping south of town, where the kids always do, you know. Then she looks looks at you and says, You ain't from around here, are you?
2: light and the people going missing. Could you tell us where exactly they disappeared?
0: Well, they was camping down south of town where the kids always camp.
3: I think if we go south of town, I think we should go go to this campsite. There can't be that many campsites south of town. You say that now.
1: Yeah. I'll assume there's probably still a tent. Oh
0: no, no, ma'am, no, sir. They, they, they didn't have no tent. <laughs> the kids, they just camp there. You know, they just sleep out. They got to hike a little bit up and up the river trails and stuff, but that's where they camp. Then someone, you know, in, in the crowd, uh, just a, a, a woman there with her said, "Yes, that's that's where m- me and my husband camped back in th- in those days."
2: Okay, I'm guessing this isn't difficult to find. Okay.
0: Well, you got to know where how to get there.
1: Yeah. Can we get those instructions from any of you? Yeah, I kind of (laughs) take out like a notepad and ask. Uh, You think you could give us some more uh, specific instructions? As we are out of town.
0: So the woman who, uh, not Josephine, because Josephine's now bawling, is just a rat. Um, she's been taken inside the uh, Hungry Hills Cafe, um, but the woman who was speaking up said, "says to you, you foreigners aren't from around here. I don't know why you need to go poking around where we've been camping for forever."
2: Could, could I use telepathy,
0: real quick? You could. This could be a great opportunity to use one of those moves you all have. I, I want to use um
2: this silent uh-huh. manipulate
0: Okay, explain to me how that works, just Um, so we have that down. I speak
2: within their mind in a voice that they don't necessarily recognize. Um, The idea is you can manipulate someone without speaking. I can roll as normal, but they will be, well, they'll hear a voice and not know where it comes from. (laughs) Um, And so I'm going to say to her in her mind, you need to trust these people. They're here to help.
0: Okay. Give them what they need. Let's have a roll.
2: Okay, watch me roll terribly, which I think this is...
0: It's a plus charm. It's a plus charm. I got a
2: plus. I got a plus. It's okay. No. that's, That's okay. That's okay. Guys, it's all right. It's a one and a six plus one. So that's a eight.
0: Okay, so she will do it, but that's only a partial success. You've got to do something for them right now to show that you mean it. So she looks at you and she says, Folks from outside usually cause more trouble than good around here. How is it I know you can help?
2: I sort of lurk towards
1: Dejan Erikson. I'll I'll pull out... Can I pull out my badge? Sure. I'm just going to flash my badge and be like, I'm a professional in this matter. Uh, I'm here to help uh, clean up your issue of this life and these disappearances.
0: She kind of scowls at you a little bit and then says, who is it you work for?
1: Um, well, I work for the government, don't you know? Uh, the, the EPA.
0: Uh. <laughs> the EPA? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to arrest me if I don't tell you where the kids go camping? I'm not.
2: No, 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 no of course not. That, that's a bit extreme. I, I don't think that that is our intent at all.
0: She sighs and says, look, I don't want no trouble from the government. <laughs> I'll tell you where the kids go, but I don't want no trouble.
1: If you tell us what we need, we will
0: give you no trouble. She says, okay, well, let's step away just a little bit here. It don't pay to have all my friends see me talking to government officials. (laughs) (laughs) So she leads you down the street a little bit, sort of back the way you had been driving towards the Stay a While motel where uh, things sort of thin out. Um, The Hungry Hills Cafe, which you were just in front of, is sort of the next business after the motel, and, you know, things get considerably, well, not very dense, because this is Rails in, but there's, you know, sort of a little downtown street the other direction, so she's going away from that where there are fewer people. Um, and she gets to where the sidewalk ends before the stay a while, where it's just road and shoulder, and she says, look, there's state forest grounds down south of town on one bank, of the Little Fork River. You walk down a trail that the State Forest Service has put in, and you camp out on those, uh, the banks of the river, on the gravel bars and stuff there. It's nice. Kids do it, been doing it for, well, for as long as there's been kids in these parts. Um, A whole lot of us got married because of what happened while we were camping down there.
1: These locals seem to be pitching different kinds of tents.
2: <laughs> I think we have plenty of information now. Um, I think we can find that.
0: Um, so you just have to park by the bridge.
2: Uh-huh.
0: There's, you, you want to park on the north side. You'll be going south. It's 10 or 12 miles. And when you get to the Little Fork River and park before you cross the bridge, the other side of the river is Old Man Lawson's Farm. And you don't want to mess with him. He's a cantankerous old fella. But on the north side of the river, that's where the kids camp.
2: All right.
4: All right. Thank you very much for your help. Uh,
0: You're not from around here either. You work for our government too.
4: (laughs) This is a mixed operation. It's not... Well... It's a team of specialists, particularly for incidents like this. And I reach, yeah, I've got a few unnatural abilities. And I sort of wink.
0: She starts uh, backing away and says, You all just need to clear on out of here. Goodbye. And starts walking walking away first slowly, and then she starts walking fast, and pretty soon she's running back into town.
3: So I think we handled that really well. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did a very good job at scaring I'm the locals, Especially with our unnatural powers.
4: Holy buckets. I
3: actually used unnatural powers, and apparently that's less unsettling.
4: Yeah, I usually get a better response to that line where I'm from.
1: Normally the EPA doesn't get as much fear.
2: <laughs> the EPA is an interesting thing to yeah. think, yes. Um...
0: Uh, so as an actual aside to this, like, yeah, in parts of the Ozarks, the EPA would be very much feared. Um, there's, like, a stretch not far from where I sit right now where, um, well, there was a massive fight. A guy actually got put in jail for, uh, well, not by the EPA, but the EPA is the people who reported him to the uh, <laughs> uh, criminal branch of the Justice Department for... Uh, his violations mm-hmm. of environmental laws. <laughs> and there are others. I could go on and on, but this is not an environmental podcast or anything like that, so we shan't. <laughs> so, what do you do?
1: Uh, I guess we need to walk let's back load into up town the, to town the
3: truck, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. We'll have to load back into our van, my van. Yeah. Um,
3: um, load up. While we're walking, I'll mm-hmm. break out my phone and... Contact my sect and see if they have any information on this light monster that abducts people.
2: If okay. they, they've been around so long.
3: Yeah, I mean, they must know. And so, this is like my sect yeah. member move where if I'm in good standing with my sect, I can.
0: Okay. So, let's talk about this for just a little bit. So, you've got this fancy phone that your sect has provided. Yes. And do you have any sort of like proprietary software on there, so it's secure, or oh, is yes. okay?
3: Yeah, where, are with it on the technology front? Okay. Like we're an old sect, but we you hired the coworkers. we know our technology. Like we change with the times. Okay. Um.
0: So who you who you calling? You calling the commandant?
4: Yeah, and I've been given the oldest burner phone they could find just to make things crystal clear <laughs> once more. To yeah, so,
3: yeah, I'll message the commandant through our normal channels on my encrypted connection line through my fancy smartphone. Be like, all right, we came to town last night. Things are already going weird.
0: So are you calling? Yeah. Okay, so, so call up your commandant. All right. Yes?
3: Um... So, we have some... Is this Initiate Appleton? This is Initiate Appleton, yes. It should have said that on the caller ID.
0: You need to identify yourself, Initiate. This is
3: Initiate Appleton.
0: Very good. What is your report, Initiate?
3: So, we got into town last night in the middle of a hellish storm. When we saw this massive green light appear in the south of Railsend, End, um, and we started poking around this morning... And it seems like two people disappeared, and two members of this group that you've assigned me with were, for lack of a better word, attracted to this light, including uh, the friend you you gave me. Uh, and so we've we've done some asking around, but I was wondering if the our sect had like any records of attractive giant green glowing lights.
0: Attractive green glowing lights?
3: That's the best way I can describe this.
0: All right, let's see what you got here.
3: It's going to be a nine plus charm. What's your charm? And I have a zero, so that's a nine. But a nine's a success. So right? that's a
0: mixed success, right?
3: Um, yeah, so on a seven to nine, you get a mission associated with the mystery, and if you do it, you'll get some info or help, too.
0: Okay, so your commandant says, we really have two urgent needs right now from the sounds of this report initiate. The first is for you to do your duty to humanity and stop this light from claiming further victims. The other, as you were informed in our last meeting, is that you must convert Agent Erickson to our order. We need to grow our influence within MIA. Yes. Perhaps you can work on these two missions together to strengthen the order and to bring safety and security to the people of the Ozarks. As for this green light, we have limited information. We know that it recurs periodically, seemingly roughly every 20 years approximately. Mm -hmm. It usually illuminates only for a few nights in a row and then goes dark again. It has been doing this for as long as European settlers have been in the area which happened in approximately 1820, uh, shortly after the great fire that wiped out so many of the forests in this part of the world. Um, Europeans moved in and settled, and uh, the forests regrew, but the light was was glowing as well. Um, According to our information, this light last was illuminated 22 years ago, It was reported, but for only a single night. In conjunction with that, a family of five went missing. They disappeared. Not even their vehicle was ever found.
3: Okay. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, good luck to you, Initiate. Serve us well, make us proud, save humanity.
3: Yes, sir. Click. Yes, yeah, so I'll relay. The Some informa- of that information? Yeah, the information about a family of five going missing and even their vehicle disappearing. Okay.
1: So, your sect uh, seems pretty knowledgeable. Um, how, uh, how long has it uh, been around? Uh,
3: several millennia. Really? Yeah, we've been hmm. in this business for thousands of years.
2: And you got a name for yourself?
3: <laughs> we do.
1: And you are this initiate? Yes. <laughs> like obviously taking notes.
3: I am an initiate of this set that
2: you, you don't want to and share the name you of. You know, I the think
1: I point Not at
4: uh, Aaron. I'm like, is this an initiate as well? I've been hired as an external contractor for a few cases.
3: He's been assigned to me. For what purpose exactly? To help me fix this problem. He has certain skills that complement my own.
0: So, really? the as you guys are walking back to your van, you, you've reached the van now. Okay. And there's still a a crowd outside of the Hungry Hills Cafe. They're now looking at you um, suspiciously, to say the least.
2: Somebody's reported us.
0: And there are um, other businesses that seem to be open on the street. Um, There's the Rails End Pawn and Gun, the newspaper office that... Um, You briefly saw before, I believe, Gwyneth, you saw it briefly before, uh, the Rails End Reputation. Um, There's a Rails End Senior Center. It's approaching lunchtime. It's about 11 o'clock, and there are some older folks who are going in uh, to it. And you also see a sign that says, Ozark College of Mines, with an arrow pointing to your left, which is the east as you're heading south out of town.
2: I know the exact
1: scene you're referencing, and it's thoroughly funny to me. Okay. Do we want to go directly to this camp, or do we want to do a little bit more uh, investigation?
2: I don't think we're going to get a lot of people to talk to us. I can poke some minds if you'd like, but they seem pretty standoffish.
1: Well, I've got a bit of a... This, Aaron, you seem...
4: Charming. Oh,
2: that's a good
4: idea. <laughs> if if I were to go about investigation hunting here, I think we may have accidentally annoyed some of the younger locals here. But traditionally I found that people of an older persuasion are often sometimes more isolated and more willing to talk to people if you can sort of show up hear their stories, talk about how much they love their grandkids who never visit. You can get all sorts of secrets off them if you just listen to them ramble for a while.
2: All right, then.
4: If it's something that occurs every 20 years... Then perhaps they have some, no again, an eighty. Yeah, An 80-year-old would have seen it three or four times by now, so... All right. All right, well, have some good clues. Well, how well, it, then? I, I,
2: I, could, seen
1: or yeah. I could drop you off at the uh, at the... Senior center over there. I want to go to the College of Mines and get access to one of their computer labs and try to do some research of my own.
0: Okay.
3: You don't have data?
0: Um, data? Hmm. So as you're having this conversation, uh, John, your uh, teletype starts clattering.
1: Great. Oh, uh, Sorry. Um and I kind of go to the back, lift the floorboards, kind of pull out my little teletype machine. Make sure that I'm the only one who
0: can read it. Uh, that seems like a good kind plan. of get the and, print out. Okay, and while you're reading that, we're gonna to have to bounce around a little bit. To be clear, the senior center, like you don't need to give Aaron a it's ride right to that. There. It's like right there, yeah. right? It like is it's right you there. know, like less than fifty yards away. So if we would like to, we can go to uh, Aaron working his magic on the silver-haired residents of Rails End, and then we can come back to your teletype. Sounds good. Okay. So, Aaron, you're going into the senior center. Okay. So inside there's like a reception desk, and beyond that uh, a, a, a large room that is... Uh, apparently being used as a dining room right now. And there's a woman of about 50 years of age, obviously not one of the seniors, who is uh, sitting at the desk. And, uh, well, describe your character again, just so we, we have this image set. How old are you, and, and what, what are you wearing again?
4: So I'm sort of late 30s, early 40s-ish. I'm currently dressed in, like, generic T-shirt and shorts, but I'm likely, given that I'm about to start trying to show off and do some meetings, I might be thinking about jazzing my appearance up to give more of a performer-type vibe, <laughs> but I haven't.
0: So you're not going to be able to bluff your way in as being, like, an old person who
4: is a senior citizen for this? You're not a no. I've got to bluff myself in as a visitor. Okay. Think, so, yeah. no, if I had done the recon before, I'd be tempted to argue that I was one of the children of a resident. But as I have no information on any of the residents currently, I think I have to go in and offer to perform a show to get some so support So this done. isn't
0: a, a residential facility. It's basically ah. it's a uh, it's sort a of a club. Center. Yeah, it's a community center for senior citizens <laughs> where they get to come and play cards or uh, have a meal uh, that sort of thing.
4: I very much misinterpreted that. Okay. Yeah.
0: And you so And so there's a so it's basically the building is there's a reception area, there's some restrooms off of the reception area and there you can see a room beyond the reception desk which is currently being used as a dining room. And it's a pretty empty dining room. There's one table that you can see. And there's a woman at the desk who says who is not, you know, about 50 who says, may I help you?
4: Yes. yes. I was just wondering what was going on here at the moment. I was just asking, wondering, my friend was, might be swinging by later, and I was wondering what events and th- likes go on here normally. In the senior center? Yeah, anything particular? Anything? Well, Evening bingo sessions or anything? bingo's popular, yes, yes, sir.
0: Um, yeah. they, we like that, we play cards. Um, you know, we've got a, a fun crew here. Um, right now we've got, you know, a, a pretty small group, but it's still, it's still early. It's just barely 11 o'clock, so we'll have more folks coming by to get a good meal. Um, right now we just got the four of them in there. Opal, Irene, and, and Fanny are here with Frank again, like they always are. Oh,
4: friendships like that are so beautiful, aren't they? Yep,
0: that's why we're here.
4: <laughs> yep. yeah. I mean, I've just, I'm just a bit of a traveller myself, going one different place to place a bit. And I'm a bit of a performer from time to time as well. And I've, I went into performing, because when I was a young boy, my grandma loved doing magic tricks. I learned a whole assortment of them to be done in hundreds of situations. And In memory of her, whenever I travel, I try and go to places to try and show people to remind me of my grandma how much fun you can have in things like this. So
0: you're gonna have to roll to manipulate someone at this point. Because currently uh Teresa Luntz is looking at you. Teresa is the she's got a badge, she's the receptionist, she's looking at you skeptically, but you know you can manipulate someone and you, you've got a chance here.
4: Yeah. I'm gonna I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a one <laughs> So, I, mark experience. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so there yeah. is that. You do get to mark yeah. experience. And Teresa scowls at yeah. you and says, We're not going to have any of you charlatans bothering our senior <laughs> citizens around here. And can I just say, on a personal note, you all are making one hellacious impression on the folks of Rails <laughs> End. Yep, You're great doing great right here. <laughs> also, did you mean- no? Yeah
2: at the center after Rhodes hmm Rhodes
3: mm-hmm. and,
2: yeah okay well almost uh, all <laughs> almost all I got it yeah. okay <laughs> making sure I
0: wasn't
2: misremembering
0: here yeah yeah so yeah you've hit a bit of an impasse
4: <laughs> yeah oh, I, just just to add to the character moment, I'd be like hey I'm not a charlatan I'm a real magician I reach behind her ear and draw out a coin.
0: <laughs> and she, <laughs> look, she, real she jumps and says, "That's a real neat
4: trick, charlatan." <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. I just just have a bit of fun from time to time like that. But I mean, if people like you are going to get in the way of giving the elderly fun, who am I to stop you? It's your place, not mine. So,
0: okay, well. Let's pause there for a little bit. We can come back to you if you have any other shenanigans you'd like to try at the senior center. Yep. Um, but we can go back to Agent Erickson and his teletype machine.
2: Thank you for listening to episode three of Rails and Mysteries. If you're enjoying the show and want to hear immediately when new episodes go up, follow us on Twitter at Rails and Mystery. Now, back to the men.
0: Uh, the teletype reads, Attention, Agent Erickson. Two presumed fatalities in Rails End. Supernatural connection. Investigate. Is that it? That, that is it, other than the line, please respond.
1: Um... Which you can do via I'll your
0: teletype s- machine, just you know, pecking in an answer that will be wirelessly transmitted back.
1: Mm-hmm. I will uh, quickly type back: um, green light, uh, mysterious green light has a hunger and attraction for people. Under investigation, presumed cause of fatalities.
0: Then you, after a few minutes, you get uh, a, a new clattering coming over your teletype, and it simply says, "Acknowledged. Proceed."
1: All right. Um, so we got the all clear from the boss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from your I boss. Guess that's good. Yeah. So at this point... Do you not, um, is your
3: boss not giving approval? Do you not have authority to act as you see fit?
0: I do. I, it's complicated.
2: <laughs> this is all very complicated.
0: So at this point, um, Aaron, are you, have you left the senior center? Are you trying another gambit? Um,
4: I'm going to loiter outside and try and intercept someone on the way in or out.
0: Okay, well, um, there is someone coming in. Um, You have an older woman who is approaching and she's walking pretty spry for someone who looks to be 90 easily as uh, she's walking along. Um, in fact, she you know, drove herself there and is coming from the parking lot into the building.
4: So I'm going to try and cut her off before she gets to the building so I'm at least out of sight of the suspicious receptionist. Okay. Yeah. And
0: what do, you, what do you do with her? What do you tell her? How do you greet her?
4: I'm going to start with a I know it sounds really weird, but I saw you in a dream last night, and you... <laughs> this happens to me. I'm a psychic, and this thing's happened to me all the time. And I saw you in a dream, and I got a real sense that you could help me with stuff, and I could be able to help you as well. So There's a real sense that there could be a business arrangement formed between us that I got in this vision in my dream last night. I know this sounds crazy, but please just bear with me one second. Okay, you're going to need to
0: roll Manipulate Someone again.
4: Yep. Yep. So that's plus which one? That's cool. Plus Charm. I've got two Charms. This should be good. I got six. (laughs) Okay. Five and a one. So I got an eight overall. Okay, that's a mixed success at least. Yep, it's
0: a mixed success. And so she's a, a short little woman, um, but she draws herself up tall and she says, You say you dreamed of me last night, mister? That's mighty common. Lots of men around here dream about me.
4: <laughs> I mean, it is mighty common for women as young and gorgeous as you. Men would be happy to dream of you, but unfortunately for me, it wasn't that type of dream.
0: Well, you should have woke up, because the other kind's better, fella.
4: <laughs> yeah. M- uh, my tragic loss here. So what
0: are you doing around here? You don't mind me saying, you don't sound like you're from around these parts.
4: Yeah. You, you, you've, you've nailed me correctly. I'm not from around these parts. To be, to be honest with you, it's a bit of a secret. You shouldn't go spinning around, okay. but my team and I... You have a team? We're... We've tr- you have, have any other fellas we with travel you? None quite as charming as are me. Are they dreaming about me too? As a couple. <laughs> Not that they've told me. <laughs> yeah. But we travel from place to place. We've this, There are these spirits that call us and guide us from place to place to sh- show us where we can do most good. And this green light that's coming up and striking places. It's very much the sort of thing that we deal with. We've got all sorts of tools for fighting things like this. I've got this sort of amulet. I draw out a sort of pink gem on the end of a necklace (laughs) on my neck and go, this helps me resist the mind-control effect it seems to have. And this, we've got the ability to deal with it. We just don't know what it is yet. And I was really hoping, like, Dream said that you might be able to give me some clues for this, that I can we can use to stop this and end the horror that's playing your town. So
0: she looks at you and she's, you know, how tall are you exactly, Aronson? I'm like 5'10". Okay, so she's almost a foot shorter than you, but she still looks at you with these burning eyes and she says, young man, you're full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you what I know. If you take me to lunch.
4: This sounds like a plan. It's a win-win as far as I'm concerned. I hope you think that. Where would you like to go to lunch, Matt? we We're going to the
0: Hungry Hills Cafe. None of this slop at the Senior Center if you're paying.
4: Oh, absolutely not. Someone like you deserves real class.
0: So at this point, you and Agnes are walking by uh, the van and back into the Hungry Hills Cafe. What do you lot in the van do?
3: I'm watching. You I just walk by. watch. I'm just like,
1: watch in disbelief. Just <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Not okay.
0: touching
3: um, this because we'll ruin it. Yeah, we will.
0: So whenever the two of you walk into the cafe, then. Um, Agnes waves to the woman who's waiting tables and seemingly in charge of the joint and says, howdy, Hazel. And Hazel says, hi, Agnes, the usual. And Agnes says, yeah, I'm this feller. There's a booth open. You both sit down in the booth across from each other. So um, I guess, Aaron, what uh, do you want to order something here, or you, do we care about that? I think you. I'm.
4: Yeah. I'm gonna get a coffee and whatever Agnes is having. Okay. Just two, two, two of the same.
0: Hazel says, "Very good, sir. Good to know you're hungry today." And then goes. And then oh. goes to the back.
4: <laughs> oh. Way to
1: order before knowing what it is. <laughs>
4: That, you just go through life and think things work out for you. Uh, uh, at
0: this point, the Agnes says, okay, what do you
4: want? Okay. okay. How much have you heard of this light that's plaguing your town? <laughs> Does anyone?
0: Young man, I have lived in this town for all my 93 years. I know about the light. I've Seen the light the one time me and Leroy, God rest his soul, went camping. But we made it through that night.
4: Uh, Ah, the good old town camping spot. Have you heard about that? I've heard about that. It seems the youth of today love it as much as as you did. She
0: winks at you and says, listen, buddy. They're, they're still making youth the same today as they did back in my day. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, <yeah. laughs>
0: Two cups of coffee arrive. Right. Hazel, well, Hazel pinches your cheek and says, you watch this lady here, will you, mister?
4: <laughs> With both eyes, if I can spare them. <laughs> So I sort of my cheek about. Agnes takes finished.
0: a big sip of coffee and says, "Well, I reckon I can tell you about the time me and Leroy went camping. That's the closest I ever came to the light. Sure enough, scared me plumb to death. We were in a tent that night for a little bit of privacy because it was very popular that day. And we just retired. Our fire was still burning outside, and there's this glow come up." Outside of the tent flap And there was something right Attractive about it Like he wanted to go investigate But Leroy and me We just sort of snuggled down We tried to resist it But then there was something we heard Moving around outside And Leroy, God rest his soul He jumped out And he grabbed a stick out of the fire And he started wailing on something And I never did see what it was but it ran off in the night, and Leroy he never would talk to me about it, even with all the years we were together. He said he just he just couldn't bear to remember that. Fascinating. And at this point, um, two enormous platters of food arrive. And Hazel, the the waitress slash proprietor, says, Two of the Hungry Hill specials, just like you ordered, and you have Um, Each of you has a stack of four pancakes, um, three eggs over easy, um, hash browns, a biscuit uh, with gravy, sausage, and uh, bacon.
4: Oh, that makes me hungry. Uh Excellent. I mean, I haven't eaten yet today, so this is great.
0: Agnes says, well. I missed breakfast. Well, tuck in there, mister.
4: You're going to need your energy. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wink, at Agnes. You've
0: got,
2: like, really good information, but it sounds yeah. like we're not going to see you for a
0: while. So while <laughs> yeah. Aaron and Agnes are enjoying their romantic lunch, um, <laughs> what are the three of you doing as you're stuck outside of the, the cafe? Was,
2: was that Aaronson? Just just now? Or was I hallucinating? Was that another vision? No, that was not a vision. Okay. Sure, he seems to be he's... very
1: popular with the ladies.
3: Particularly the older ladies. Who knew?
0: So, um, uh, Erickson, you had said that you were thinking about going to the college. Is that something you still want to do?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll say... Um, If anybody else is uh, interested, I was going to go do some research on this light, see what I can't dig up.
2: Before we go investigate down south, I suppose, yeah.
1: You can never know too much.
3: True enough. So if you don't even have data capabilities or even really a phone to speak of, why are you working for the EPA? What do you mean, why? It just seems like it doesn't pay well, and you aren't equipped well to do what is frankly quite a dangerous job.
1: Well, if I didn't do it, who would?
3: Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for thousands of years before your government even formed, so there are other people.
2: We still seem to find work. And I mean, I do it mostly for the information.
3: How's the vacation time? Non-existent. Weekends?
1: Va- vacation?
3: Yeah, vacation. Um, I get six weeks of vacation every year. Six weeks?
1: We are... Uh, I would be what would be a high-ranking officer uh, if we had more people. <laughs> I, I would have a, uh, a number of subordinates if we had the manpower, but we are surprisingly low on muscle.
3: I don't think it's surprising, considering how small your budget seems to be. Well, she looks you like gotta
1: it. blame that on the voters.
3: Yeah, Sort they of don't looks pass at any. The floorboard where noises come out. <laughs> the teletype? <laughs> the teletype machine is.
1: <laughs> I get by. I'm quite happy with my modest lifestyle.
3: Mm, I guess
0: to each their own. So, are you driving <laughs> towards the college as you're having this conversation? Probably. Uh, yeah. There's a series of signs pointing you this way, this way, this way, you know, to get to the college. Yeah. And uh, there seems to be a a few academic-looking buildings and a a single uh, parking lot uh, on one end. The parking lot is uh, mostly empty. It's the summer, of course, and so, you know, it's not going to be a very uh, crowded place. Uh, There's, in fact, only one other car in the parking lot as you pull into it.
1: All right. I'll pull in kind of far away from the other car. Okay. Um, and I'll grab just like a random hiking pack that I have Okay. and put it on like a backpack. Okay. Uh, grab my hat, uh, leave my coveralls in the car, but, uh, Keep on the flannel and jeans. Be like, all right, I'm gonna go find a library. Okay. Do you
2: need any help with that?
0: If you would like to tail along, could always use some extra help.
2: Yep, I'm in.
0: So as you are um, heading into campus, uh, a woman with a large dolly. Uh, full of electrical equipment is pushing down the sidewalk towards the one car that is, uh, parked there. She says, Mm. and she greets you. She says, hello, the campus is closed right now.
1: Um, I was told to, uh, do some research in the library for my, uh, Geology professor.
0: Really? Which geology professor?
1: Oh, um, I kind of like snap my fingers and tap my head. Um, I'm going to I'm...
2: try to quickly do a read on her mind, because if she's asking about geology professors, she's probably thinking of some. And if I can pull one out, that might save her tails.
1: Okay. It's like, what was his name again? Uh, let me
2: think here. Let me think. Um, would this be... I can do a few different things. I can investigate a mystery, read a bad situation, or manipulate someone. I feel like this Well,
0: would do you have a spooky move for this? Yes, this is telepathy. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, I guess it would be, this would be, like, kind of an investigate the mystery. I'm trying to find information in her mind that will support our investigation.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'll, I'll give it a go. Uh, this will be just a normal investigative mystery. So that's sharp, right?
0: Okay, yes, that's sharp.
2: Oh, goodness. I'm not going to find anything. Don't worry, guys. It's going to be... Let me look at the total here. That's a three plus sharp for four. So I get to mark experience at least. But I find nothing.
1: (laughs) What's his name again?
2: (laughs) Richardson. And I'm like...
0: Uh, Yes, Professor Richardson. She looks at you and she says, there is not a Professor Richardson here in the geology department or any other. I ought to know. The campus is closed and I have important research to be about. She basically rams into you with the dolly (laughs) as she uh, is attempting to move it on towards what seems to be her car in the parking lot.
2: Maybe there's
1: a library elsewhere? Can I look in at the electrical equipment, like, what kind of stuff is she carrying?
0: Okay, well, uh, that could be an Investigate a Mystery for you.
2: Do better than me.
1: Alrighty. Hey, Investigate Mystery is sharp? Yes. Yeah. So that's an eight.
0: Okay, so that's a mixed success. Okay. So... What you notice is that this electrical equipment are the sorts of things that MIA sometimes gives out for field investigations, um, things to detect um, supernatural effects in the different parts of the electromagnetic spectrum, um, different heat sensing devices, um, and a whole bunch of other weird things that you've seen before in the MIA equipment closet. Uh, however, as you're doing this, she scowls at you and says, do you have some sort of uncommon interest in metal metallurgy here, fella?
1: Oh, just a fan.
0: You're a fan of metallurgy? Um,
1: yep. <laughs> he's, he's a huge metal fan. I'm a big heavy metal fan.
0: I'm not a professor of that kind of metallurgy. Like I said, the campus closed, the campus is closed. I'm only here because there's a unique and limited opportunity to advance some of my research, so I had to get into my lab.
2: Is that to do with the life?
0: It has to do with many things. You all need to just run along.
2: But you see, we're here about the life. We were assigned here to look into the disappearances.
0: So I think you uh, well, she's going to look at you, and she says, "I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were."
2: Well, is there a library in town somewhere that we could actually get some useful information from?
0: So you might want to try to manipulate someone here. I know this has been going great for you.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm really not wrong. Well.
1: That's another experience <laughs> up to three You're getting guys. a lot of experience <laughs> Avis
2: is having a bad day She can't use telepathy There's no dice to manipulate people They're having a bad day
3: But Avis is learning a lot Avis is learning much <laughs> yeah. So to level up before the rest of y'all
0: This professor of metallurgy looks at you And she says there's a public library In town of course it's back the way Well that way then she gestures back towards the center of town. Well,
2: oh, there's an idea, John. Maybe that'll work.
0: So the woman kind of rams you with her uh, cart again, again. Oh. and says, I, uh, "I need to get my equipment set up for my experiment. You all need to, you know, move along here." And so then she starts loading equipment into the trunk of her. Uh, let's say what kind of car is it? It's an old blue Saturn.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, do you need any help with that? Help? Do I look like I need help? No, I'm fine. <laughs> Run along to the library or whatnot. Hmm.
1: Jeez, sorry. I'm, uh, I'll kind of uh, like tap Avis on the shoulder and start walking back to the van.
3: I, I go back to the van with you. So, uh, did he learn anything? Did He go just want to the car?
1: I think we should tail this metallurgy, professor.
3: Okay. okay.
2: I'm aware of that. Yeah,
0: sure. So, as this is all happening, Erin, <laughs> <laughs> Agnes yes. has been a delightful lunch conversationalist. She has told you um, about the adventures of what is apparently called the spook light locally and how terrifying it Uh-oh. is, how... It periodically um, lights up the sky and terrifies people um, about every 20 years, give or take. And it always lights up until several people have disappeared and they're usually never heard from again. The last time this happened, um, as was reported uh, from the sex commandant, um, five people, a family of five, a couple and their three children went missing and uh, their old uh, Bronco was they they were driving was never even found Um, and that's been 22 years and it's still a, a source of sadness around the town but it's one of those things that people almost forget it's going to occur or choose to believe it's not going to happen again because it goes so long before recurring and it's not it's not like it happens at the same time every you know same time of the year when it happens it's just you know every 18 to 22 years it's been 22 now it happens again and then everyone gets scared for a few days a few folks disappear and it goes on Um, on a lighter note Agnes has told you about her first husband Leroy who was the love of her life her second husband uh Henry who brought some love to her life, and then her third husband, Chad, who is also wonderful, but she's outlived all three of them now, and she tells you with a sort of sly smile that she's looking for a
4: new man. Oh. So at this point, I've also had like a giant feast of food while all these yes. stories have been going on. And it was delicious, by the way. And I... It was delicious, I'm in a bit of a food coma, but I feel like I'm happy with how the conversation has gone. And I'll be like, I wish you all the best for finding your new man. Alas, I cannot take another woman, for I'm still getting over the tragic loss of my wife last year. But maybe in a few months, I might be ready to move on, and someone as special as you deserves a man who's not still stuck in the past. And I pat the back of her hand gently. She says,
0: that's real sweet of you. Mr. (laughs) Never-Did-Catch-Your-Name.
4: Aaron. Aaron Aronson. And I reach into my pocket and hand her a business card.
0: She kind of squints at it and says, well, thank you, Mr. Aronson. I look forward to seeing you around. And then the check comes, Uh, put down in front of you, and... Agnes says, well, thank you for the good time, Mr. Aaron Aronson. And she walks out of the diner. Oh.
4: So I'm going to reach into my still deep pocket and draw out like stacks of 50s. And then put, how much is uh, the bill?
0: The bill is $16.73.
4: I'm going to put down a 50, say, keep the change and walk out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. Hazel says just a minute here and she grabs you by an ear as you're heading out the door and she holds the $50 bill up to the window with her free hand um, <laughs> says I'm not going to have you foreigners passing off any funny money in my establishment so can I
4: <laughs> oh I wouldn't dream of it So dream of it I
0: assume this is in fact not a counterfeit
4: it's not a counterfeit okay
0: so she uh, is eventually satisfied and lets you go and says, sure. well, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have a good day now.
4: Thank you. You too.
0: So, Aaron, you exit the cafe, and the van is gone.
4: Yeah. So I'm going to ring Gwyneth and try to get in touch and to relay the info I found. Okay. All right. Bring, bring. Wait. Yes, hello. Hey, boss. Got some good quality intel to sh- share with you.
3: All right, let me put you on speaker. Okay. Cool. I put him on speaker. Yeah. Hey there.
4: What do you got? Hey there. So, uh, my friend Agnes had some very good information about this light that's gone on. We've got some good local information. It recurs every 22 years, like we thought. It... Always eats people. It's locally known as the spook light, which is always good for sounding like we know what we're talking about. And this is the interesting bit. Her former husband, now deceased, was almost seemed to have always been caught up in the light, but she didn't see all of it, but caught him waving on something with a flaming log or stick and drove it away from their campsite and has not spoken about what happened since.
2: So, it's not just
4: a light? It's It's not just a light.
2: There's something physical to it, something you could hit
4: with a stick. There's something you could hit with a stick.
3: Is this the same campsite that we need to investigate anyway?
4: This is indeed. I could uh, could do with a lift if it picked up if we're going to investigate (laughs) over that
1: way, though. Uh, We're currently trying to tail a professor.
3: We don't know where she's going.
4: Right. We had
3: a spectacular failure in acquiring information or even accessing yeah. a computer on the campus, so we're trying yeah. to salvage this. It's not yeah. my fault. She seems to have guarded her mind against telepathy.
4: So okay. uh, See, this is why you need someone with my special sense of skill on the team. I'm invaluable here.
0: So, Erickson, you're going to need to act under pressure because this professor seems to have noticed that you're following her and she's sort of darting in and out of parking lots and making U-turns and doing weird things to be hard to follow. Okay. Roll well. This
1: should be my specialty. Okay, that is uh, 6 plus 3, 9.
0: It's a mixed success.
2: How do you make success following someone?
0: Well, the way you do it is the car you're following, this old ancient blue Saturn, Suddenly, slams on its brakes and it darts into a uh, parking lot um, not very far from the Hungry Hills Cafe um, right outside of Rails End Pawn and Gun okay. and she gets out of her vehicle and she points a sawed off shotgun at <gasps> you and she says why the hell are you following me mister